This is the God Kingdom Philosophy Podcast with creator and master teacher, Mr. Cornell Gregory. Chapter 3, Philosophy of the Soul. Mark 8 and 36 says, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? This is one of the most misunderstood and one of the most powerful scriptures in the entire Bible. The Bible speaks more about identity and purpose than it does religious activities. This scripture says the human soul is more valuable than the entire world. After years of reading books on the subject of the soul, both religious and secular, I have never found a school of thought that I agree with. So I developed the GKP of the soul, a dedicated teaching on what the soul is, how it functions, and why it is so important to understand its purpose. Mark 3 and 27 says, No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, then he will spoil his house. Jesus often taught in parables, natural stories that explain spiritual truths. This is an example of his methods. For years, the true meaning of this story has been misunderstood, and I will explain. But first, allow me to give you a parable of my own that will provide us with a foundation for the teaching on the soul. This is a visualization exercise. So imagine yourself sitting in your favorite chair inside your home. Now stand up and walk to the door. Open the door and walk outside your house. Turn around and look at the outside of your house and your front lawn. Now walk back in the house, close the door, and sit back in your favorite chair. Okay, the outside of your house is your body, and your lawn represents the world. The inside of your house is your soul, mind. You walking around the house is the real you. We are spirit, God's spirit, made in the image of the Most High God. We have a soul and we have a body. We are both spirit and matter. God is our father and the earth is our mother. So in the parable, Jesus taught the strong man, the human spirit, God's spirit, was bound by Satan. This was after the first Adam, male and female, lost connection in the Garden of Eden. The strong man, the God spirit, seed of the father, the real you, was bound, and evil took over his house, soul, and mind, thus causing humanity to perform evil acts, display evil fruit. So the second Adam, Jesus, came to set free the strong man, the children of the father, and the gods of the earth. There are three aspects of the soul, the eye of the soul, the soil of the field, and the heart make up the trinity of the soul, the eye. The eye is the imagination, perception, vision, and mental pictures of the mind. The eye of the soul allows us to see into the spiritual realm, also lets us time travel into our past, but also into our future. Without vision, the people perish. As a God spirit, just as the Most High, we must understand that we are powerful and have the responsibility to set order to our soul. First, we must turn the light on in our house, our soul. The unity, oneness between soul and the spiritual realm, the Creator, is what the world is missing. If the eye be single, focused, visualizing our true identity, the entire body is filled with light. I can ask you to visualize a red car in your mind. I can ask you to change the red car to a green car, and you can do it. The real you, the God spirit, the thinker of the thoughts must value your vision. As you think, that's what you are. So being one with light is the practice of seeing yourself for who you are. You must see yourself as a child of the Creator. Satan was able to bind the strong man by attacking the vision of humanity. Adam lost vision of himself, so the second Adam came to find, locate the lost gods of the earth, the God kingdom. 
Picture a large window in the house, which fills the house with sunlight. That window is the window, eye portal to the spirit world. So when Adam lost the light, a large curtain blocked the spirit light from entering the house. The soul was filled with darkness. Jesus came to remove the curtain, thus giving humanity ability to have their house filled with light as in the garden. The veil was torn from bottom to top, symbolizing man's connection or reconnection with the Father above. The Soul The soul always works as soil. Whatever gets planted in the soul, it will grow and give off fruit. As long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. Just like in the natural realm, we don't see the seed that was planted in the soil, but we see its fruit. We know them by their fruit. Fruit represents works, behavior, or conduct. Matthew 13, 25 but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the weak and went his way. Jesus said the enemy sowed evil seeds into the soul of mankind, thus teaching humanity evil. But you are God. He who tills his land shall have plenty of bread, meaning that we are responsible for taking care of our soul. Evil experiences, seeds have been planted in all of us. It's not your fault, but you must let the dead bury the dead. Uproot those evil seeds of pain and plant seeds of love, joy, and patience that will give off good fruit. The heart. Out of the heart flows the issues of life. Just as the natural heart pumps blood life throughout the body, so does the life force, light energy flow from the soul. The soul acts as a portal which links the spirit world and the physical world. So when the heart of man was disconnected from the light, hearts were filled with darkness. Gross darkness covered the earth and that brings dark actions and behaviors. The Eye of the Soul Symbolism Some of the symbols used may have been discovered thousands of years before me. Whether given to mankind by fallen angels or discovered by mankind is in the same way mankind discovered other spiritual, unseen laws, gravity, the law of lift, physics, etc. But none of their utilizations or definitions used by these schools of thought I agree with. If what you believe points you to the worship of anything or anyone besides the Most High, the creator of these symbols clues left for us to search for him, I believe you are on the wrong path. The God Kingdom philosophy teachings point you to the creator. We get our truth, purpose, and identity from the Father. We are his image and reflection, his glory and light. The Eye of the Soul The Eye of the Soul is the portal window that connects us to the spirit world. It allows the God Kingdom to function to conduct transactions operate in both realms, physical and spiritual. We are both spirit and matter. God is our Father and Earth is our Mother. What makes us different from any other spiritual beings, angels, is that we have a soul. We have the ability to manifest our own world. As man thinks, so is he. Without vision, the people perish. Meditation is the way we become one with the most high light. Understanding the message of the Lamb and why the Lamb was needed is very important. Jesus was the second Adam. The first Adam, male and female in the garden, lost their light, connection, identity, and the second Adam came to seek to save that which was lost, humanity, children of the Father, and our identity. In the beginning, the Most High allowed his light to manifest through both natural and spiritual realms. He is spirit. He is light. So as his light was allowed to flow throughout the universe from himself, so as his seed, we are created with the same power. Through the eye of the soul, mind, imagination, we can focus our soul and allow our true identity to flow through the windows, gate, the eye of our soul, mental vision, to manifest from the spirit world to the physical world. The vision is the seed, and once believed faith, it becomes planted in the soul and will give off fruit, which is works. 
Once the eye of the soul is single, focused with one, its true self, clear vision of identity, see yourself as a descendant of the Most High, the soul will be filled with spiritual light. The imagination is one and clearly aligned with Most High visions. Then and only then will the light flow through the window and manifest your spirit light in the physical world. Parable and Perspective by Mr. Cornell Gregory God Kingdom Philosophy of the Soul Picture you in your house Now walk out the door Look outside of your house And your front, front lawn You walking around the house is the real you A God spirit, the image of God The inside of the house is your soul the outside of your house is the body, and the lawn is the earth, or the world, if you will. So before you understood this about yourself, life happened to you. Pain, fear, poverty, bad relationships, rape, violence, fatherlessness, motherlessness, racism, death, blood, molestations, etc. were placed in your house, your soul your heart, your soil. Not only was it placed in your house, but it has a date on it. And every time you walk past it, mentally revisit the moment in your mind, you relive the pain all over again. The law of the mind says whatever you think, you become. So you now start to draw more of the same pain towards you. Scripture says guard your heart because out of it flows the issues of life. So that whatever the house is filled with, that is what will flow out. Whatever seeds get planted in the soul, the heart, the soil, is going to bring forth fruit. The inside of your house is in chaos. What you must realize is that you are God, ruler, made in the image of the Most High. Genesis 1 and 2 says the earth was formless and void in chaos. So the Most High first said light be. So the Most High first said light be. He first shined light on it and then set order to it. You are God. And you must do the same thing with your house. Parables and Perspectives by Mr. Cornell Gregory The Law of the Mind We are spirits, God's spirit, children of the Most High. We live in a body and have a soul, a mind. The soul is the most powerful force in the universe. Whatever you think, you draw towards you. Whatever you see, perceive, visualize, imagine, you will become. So if your life has been filled with pain, drama, death, trauma, stress, violence, etc., your soul is filled with those seeds. On top of that, you continue to plant more evil images in your mind, your soul. Your soul is filled with dark, painful moments, 
You continue to draw and manifest more painful moments. Fruit. It's not saving. It's the law of the mind. Like the law of gravity, it too is a God-given law. But you are God. You must guard your heart, your mind, your thoughts, your soul. Because out of it flows life or death, light and dark, blessings and curses. You must take dominion of your thoughts. Be fruitful and multiply yourself by learning and teaching and replenish a dark world with light. Chapter 4 An Allegory of the Soul Man in the Dark House The Man in the Dark House Once upon a time, there was a man who lived in a dark house. He lived in the dark so long, he started to hate the light. He wears a long dark robe with a hood and a mask that covers his face. He never takes it off, even at home where he lived with his four roommates. No one knows his name, so they just call him Dark. He is always in the dark. His house has no electricity, so the only available light source is through the extremely large windows, but even they have very large and thick curtains that prevent all light from entering into his house. Legend has it, before his wife died, they never even owned curtains, and when light from the sun filled their house, neighbors said the house had a radiant glow, well into the night, even hours after the sun went down. But ever since the day of the funeral, he has never changed his clothes, and masked that captured and held all his painful tears. He has never been the same. One of his buddies, which has known him since he was a child, came home with him after the funeral, and has never left. For as long as he could remember, Cold hardship pain, pain for short, has been his best friend. He and pain have never lived together, but pain has often stayed over his house. He is the one who made it cool to dress up in dark clothes. Every time he came to the house, he had to put the dark robe and hood on. After the funeral, pain came to live with him for good. He hadn't seen pain for years, ever since he met his wife years back. But the moment Payne heard what happened, he immediately came to his house, bringing him his favorite dark robe, and moved in and took over the house to care for his friend. Not only did Payne come to the rescue, but he also brought three of his buddies. It just so happened that all of them had been recently kicked out of the house. Payne's friends were very strange. All of them wore the same kind of robe, as dark as Payne wore, but the buddies were very different. One of the friends just wanted to eat all day and all night. He was addicted to food. He would just eat and eat until he felt better or passed out, whichever came first. The other friend, buddy number two, let's call him, had a similar problem, but instead of food, he would drink himself to sleep. They all would just eat, drink, and cry themselves to sleep or walk the dark house. Friend number three would mainly sleep during the day and stay up all night with his female friends. He always had a new woman over. He really was thought to be a ladies' man, but Dark found out that they were hired for sex. Not sure he was able to afford all the women, seeing that he had no job, but the women just kept coming and going all through the night. Payne oftentimes never stayed at the house very long. He was in and out, but he left all his bags, suitcases, clothes lying all around the house. It's the only reason Dart recalled him living there. Payne had replaced all of his wife's old clothes, replacing them with his own without Dart knowing. 
This event would prove to be the turn of fortune in the Dark household. That morning, Dark was waking up from another 24-hour drunken, gluttonous, hooker-filled jam session. As usual, Dark is the first one up in the morning. As he attempts to make it to the restroom before losing control of his bowels, he stumbles over one of Payne's bags and crashes into the floor of him and his wife's bedroom. The crash made a loud noise and knocked the hood off his head, leaving his face exposed for the first time in his wife's room since her passing. He has ignored this part of the house in attempts of preventing this very moment. He is in her room with no hood on his head, naked and exposed. He cries. He cries and he cries and he cries until his hands can no longer hold the tears. Even though the room is completely dark with pain bags everywhere, the memory of his wife reminds him of the sun. He cries. For the first time since the funeral, Dark was faced with light. Mr. Dark found a picture buried in the trash by Payne. He dug the picture of his wife out and gazed. He stared and he cried, cried and cried. He stares into the light of the sun, his light, his love, his world. She is the person who convinced him that he needed not hide behind the hood. She is the one who told him he sparkles like a precious gem, a diamond or something when the sun shines on his face. And he would say, you're my son. My face sparkles when I look at you. And they would smile together until the darkness disappeared and all the pain went away. We are the bright suns, he reminds himself, as he holds her picture close to his heart. We shine bright because we are the bright suns. That was our family slogan. He hadn't said it since she fell ill with cancer. He cries. Moments later, he came to himself and rounded all of the pain's belongings and put him out of the house for good, never to return. And what do you know? His three friends got up and left behind him. Mr. Brightson then removed all the curtains, blocking the sun, and swept his house clean. We shine bright because we are the bright suns. The end. Today's spiritual prayer and meditation brought to you by Mr. Cornell Gregory. Oh, 
I'ma die J.K.P. Proverbs 77 The fool marched and ran his mouth in the territory of his enemies, and died a thousand deaths. But the wise never enters the battlefield unless for battle. G.K.P. Proverbs 78 The fool allows his enemy to teach him good from evil. The wise understands his enemy good at his evil. GKP Proverb 80 Your enemy killed the stranger and told the stranger you, you were his enemy. Now the enemy owns your house and the house of the stranger. GKP Proverb 81 The king sees himself winning the war before he goes to battle. The king sees himself winning the war before he ever goes to battle. But the fool goes to the battlefield to see if his enemy wants to be a friend. 
GKP Proverbs 83. If your neighbor doesn't help you fight the enemy, he is your enemy and can no longer be your neighbor. GKP Proverbs 84. If your leader is friends with your enemy, you are being led to your death. GKP Proverbs 86. GKP Proverbs 86. The fool allows his enemy to tell him he needs no weapon. But the wise understand weapons are used to protect his family and his neighbors from the enemy. GKP Proverbs 87. If he is not your neighbor or your family, he is a stranger. If he seeks to harm your family or your neighbor, he is your enemy. GKP Proverb 91 The fool reveals his treasure to the stranger. The wise is courteous to the stranger, but never forget he is a stranger. GKP Proverb 96 A smile from the enemy disarms the fool. But the wise never, leave, never laugh on the battlefield. Smile from the enemy disarms the fool, but the wise never laugh from the battlefield. GKP Proverb 97 During dark times in the kingdom of men, the strong dominates the weak. But in the kingdom of God, the strong protects the weak and teaches the weak to be strong. GKP Proverb 98 Video games can help strengthen the mind of a young prince, teaching him skills like building cities and strategies of war. Sports teach his body to be strong and to care for his neighbors. A strong mind and body will prepare the prince. He will build a great kingdom. GKP Proverb 100 The evil one told the fool his neighbor was his enemy, and his enemy was his brother. But the wise understand his neighbor's enemy is also his enemy. GKP Proverb 101 the foolish army broadcast their strategies of war to their enemy because they believe their enemy will grow to love them. But the wise understands the enemy will never love them and to never tell the enemy anything. GKP Proverb 102 The fool loves his enemy and then forgets that is his enemy. 
Elijah loves his neighbors and his family, and they fight for 